Hey, welcome to God Fit In Today, Mom's Edition. I am here with my co-host, Jessica Lindsay, April D. Metzler, Vanetta Carter, and Samantha DeGraz. And I'm telling you, these ladies are something else. And we always like to tell all of you all, we don't have the answers, but we know who does. We are women of the word. And today we're going to be talking about an important topic and a topic that affects so many people. You know, medical doctors and, and like actually the APA says that 80% of all diseases are linked to stress. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about stress in the next this episode and the next coming episodes to encourage you, challenge you, and help you to alleviate some of the stress. But we want to kick it off with reading our weekly scripture. And tonight, uh, Samantha, or this afternoon, Samantha is going to read that for us. Go ahead, Samantha. Yes, I will. We can turn to James 1, 2 through 4 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Man, that's so good because whenever we're going through a trial, we don't look at it like that, do we? <laughs> Jessica, we're gonna kick it off with you. Uh, tell us some nuggets of how you are able to persevere and count it joy whenever you're going through an unjoyful situation. Thank you, Maggie. Um, yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, number one, just to recognize that it's a choice that we make. Um, you know, when you think of, of considering it pure joy, uh, that you're facing some kind of stress or, or trial, it's counterintuitive to what we think. And so um, I think that stress, um, you know, the enemy uses stress uh, against our, our emotions. Uh, to try to get us to react and and live off of those emotions, and we just have to make that choice and say, look, you know, I'm I'm consciously making this choice that I'm going to be, you know, that I'm going to go to the Lord and and be thankful for what I'm going through, and that actually increases our faith. It increases somehow. I know the ladies um, can agree with me. We can't really explain it, <laughs> but it somehow just you know the Lord helps increase our faith in this so well wow, that's so true so true i am thinking of all the multiple times where i'm thinking about how when my mom was dying she gave the last gift my mother ever gave me was a book on the book of james and on the front of it it had a butterfly and it said count it all joy and i'm thinking she gave that to me and i wasn't even saved back then and i'm thinking count it all joy. Are you kidding? I mean, at the time I was, I had cancer. She was, you know, dying of cancer and she gave me this book and I'm thinking what, but yet looking back now, if we just stand the test of time, if we just turn to the Lord in times of need, he will carry us through and we will look back on it and see how we were able to persevere. So Vanetta, I'm gonna hop down here to you girl, because I know you got something to say about the scripture. You know, I believe that you know, it's not something that I learned uh, as a new believer, but as the time went on, I realized that it wasn't really what was happening at the time. It was really how I was responding to what was happening. So I think a lot of times when you're going through a trial or going through a storm, stop in the moment and first ask the Lord, God, is there something that you want me to learn 
from this storm, you know, and also it's important and it does take years of really just disciplining ourselves to really just not make a permanent decision based on a temporary situation. Come so on. I encourage you to really just stop in that moment and say, God, what is it that you want me to learn? And sometimes even in the midst of the storm, sometimes the other people who are a part of that storm, sometimes the Lord wants you to pray for them. And in that moment, we don't want to pray for them because it's like you, you know, you making, you know, you wreaking havoc right now, you know? So I think it's really a humbling opportunity to really just stop and just ask the Lord, God, what do you want me to learn in this? And I, one thing that I've been doing continuously the last several years is saying, Lord, how do you want me to respond in this situation? Sometimes you may just have to tell people you'll call them back tomorrow because you may respond in the natural and you need to take a moment and just say, Lord, how do you want me to respond? And it really is humbling. Sometimes the way how he asks you to respond, you're thinking, wait, wait a minute, Lord, you sure that's you? You know, but it's really to really teach us to be dependent on God in our approach and in our respond. Well, that's so good. It goes back to what Jess was saying about making the choice, because usually we react instead of respond. And I love what you said about asking the Lord you know, to help us respond, because if we take things to the Lord, it automatically is going to reduce stress in our life, period. It's when we try to do things on our own that we get worn out and we react instead of responding in a biblical manner. So, Samantha, you read the scripture, you've been chewing on it. What are your thoughts on this? Can you give us an example of a time maybe where you had uh, to count it all joy or, or, or just give us some feedback on your thoughts on the scripture? Yeah. So a lot of times we are stressed and we have stress when it's situations and things where it's out of our control. And a lot of times we want to control and manipulate how things are according to what we want. Right. So we don't want to be stuck in traffic. So but we can't control traffic. So if we have to be somewhere at a certain time, we get stressed. And that's where carnality comes in. I mean, I've been down the road where people have like stuck their finger out and, you know, flipping the bird and just, you can tell like they're cursing and they're angry and you're all tense and everything. But that to me is just such, um, that's carnality. I don't want to be stressed and tense and tight. I don't want to live like that. I don't want to be like that. So if I can count it all joy and just release it and give it to God, because that's what he wants us to do. He doesn't want us to carry the burden. So we give it to him and we can actually take a deep breath breathe in and breathe out. And that to me is how we can control um, our stress and manage our stress. Breathe in, breathe out and give it to God because he doesn't want us to carry that. Amen. Amen. I love that you said breathe in and breathe out. Uh, there is an exercise that I want to teach you guys right now here live on this show. I want to talk to you about the importance of belly breaths and then breathing in the Holy Spirit and releasing out whatever it is you're carrying. So everybody, you guys do this with me. Okay. Put your hand on your chest. Okay. Hand on your chest and a hand on your belly. Ready? And we're going to breathe in together. One, two, three. Now blow out. If you felt your chest go up, you are in a place of anxiety. 
if you felt your belly go up, you're in a place of peace. It automatically puts your body into homeostasis. So let's just camp out for a moment. <laughs> April's got something to say about that. Unmute, April. Wait, I want to hear what you got to say. All I said was, that's fancy. <laughs> that's fancy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to have to practice that again. I didn't know, like, that obviously the breathing, the taking the step back, like Vanetta was talking about, considering how we're responding, you know, like, I got that. And, like, even count to 10 if you're, like, really amped up and angry. But uh, I didn't actually know that, like, if your chest goes up, you're stressed. And if your belly goes up, you know, you're you're at peace. So I need my belly to go up all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's pack, practice belly breaths, practice counting. These are all things, you know, listen, we, we want you to walk away from these broadcasts with some nuggets of truth, according to the word of God. But also, there are some things, you know, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. There are some physiological things that happen in our body with a stress response that can help us to stay at peace. God created our body fearfully and wonderfully made we are, and he created it to become into balance and to help homeostasis. So when we do what Samantha's talking about and we breathe in and, and release all of that, it automatically calms our body from a physical standpoint. It calms our emotions. And then we're able to do what Jessica said about making a choice and also what Vanetta said about holding off before we respond, because if not, we might respond in the flesh. Okay. So well, April, tell us something. how. Can I respond to something Vanetta said? It yes. even takes me back to times where we get an email and we automatically want to just respond to that email, put that person in their place. But sometimes we need to take a step back. Sometimes, like Vanetta said, we don't need to respond right away. We need to wait because if we're going to act and go on our flesh, it's going to be nasty. The email is not going to be how we are because we, we shouldn't be that way. We shouldn't be full of rage and anger or anything. So taking in those breaths, taking a step back, realizing, okay, God, what do you want me to say? What do you want me to write? Holy Spirit, take control. And when you do that, the outcome is so much better, so much better. Amen. Amen to that. Go ahead, April, give us some feedback on your thoughts on the scripture. Yeah, I think it's one of the more difficult ones. And I agree, you know, with these ladies about all of these moving pieces and how it actually affects this particular scripture affects our whole person. You know, like yes. you said, our mind, our body, our soul, you know, the whole thing, our emotions, though, like we cannot be led by our emotions. And I am so on board <laughs> with what Jess was saying about that, because there was a time in my life and in those seasons where that's all I did. And so then you're in constant cycle mode and it, it does that stress builds up and it will eventually impact your physical person and make you literally physically sick. Um, you'll have injuries, you'll have tightness, you'll have joint issues, you'll have all sorts of kinds of pain in places you're not supposed to have pain in normally if you would just be still and be calm and find your center, Daniel said. But um, I just think that uh, as far as this whole scripture is concerned, though, it's one of the more difficult ones and it requires practice and it doesn't happen overnight. And so if you choose to do that intentionally, like before the drama happens, I think that that is where it starts. You have to make that active decision 
that concrete foundational, this is where I'm standing firm. This is my line. Don't cross it. And when that comes up and I'm right there at that line, then this is what I do. You got to have a plan of attack, you know, before you get attacked so that you can defend and hold the line for that. So that's my thought. Wow, that's really good. And I love what y'all are saying. And I just want to take a moment and just kind of go back and define the stress uh, response, because I love that God has given us a way of escape. The scriptures tell us that he gives us a way of escape whenever we're going through anything, whether it's emotional, physical, whatever, um, traumas, that we, past traumas that we have and things can trigger us in a stress response. But I want to say that there are different types of stress. There's environmental stress. So maybe you're out there, maybe you're a mom and you're trying to run a household and you're working a full-time job and you're in the secular workplace and you're under an immense amount of stress. Yeah, got to be filled up before you go in because you're not going to be able to withstand that if you don't, like they said, be filled up. You know, we should be walking in the overflow. And I think for me personally, I think that I get the most stressed if I am not walking in peace and I'm not in the word, because let's face it, okay, there are times where I get up and my intentions are to go sit at the feet of the Lord and then something happens, you know, like one of the animals are sick or there's something going on or I've got this, you know, I just had someone in my family pass away and I you know, had a message, you know, and, and these type of things. And <clears throat> we don't immediately run to the Lord. And then throughout the day, it just seems like, stress upon stress upon stress and it gets worse and worse and then i'm like wait what happened oh wait i did not get recharged i it's kind of like when you plug your phone, cell phone in and you stick it into the wall and you plug it in and it gives you that charge getting into the word of god gives you that charge and if you are not in the word when it comes to counting it joy when a trial comes and the stressors comes it's really really hard to stay at peace and respond in a biblical manner rather than in a fleshly manner. So Jessica, do you ever get like that? Or am I alone here? Am I the only one that if I don't have the word, the washing of the word, you know, cleaning me up and stuff, it, do you do that too? Or does that happen to oh, you? Oh, <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just kind of wanted, as you were talking, I wanted to kind of share something. I recently went into our high school, uh, into my, I have two uh, high school students uh, and so I went into their school to uh, take some paperwork up to the counselor the other day. And immediately when I went in, I had this overwhelming um, feeling of just kind of chaos. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, OK. And and so um, there was a young girl that that um, took me upstairs to the counselor's office. And when I sat down, all of a sudden the bell rang. And kids were literally just, I mean, they were running all over the all over the place. They look like cockroaches, just, you know, just scurrying. I mean, that's the only way I can explain it. <laughs> and and I just got this overwhelming, like, it, I can't even explain it. It was crazy. And uh, it was pure chaos, though. And so by the time I got back to the to the, to my car, I sat in the car and I absolutely just started crying. And my heart was crying for these children. Um, and, and so, and I say all that to say that, to, to let everybody know that there is a spiritual realm out there that, that sometimes we're not, we don't, we're not paying attention to, uh, but we can be if we're in the word of God and just recognizing that, the, that those things are out there. And so sometimes you don't even, you don't even know why you feel so, you know, like this, right? 
And, and but when you're in the word of God, the Lord gives you that peace and he brings that peace to you uh, to where you are able to count things joy when you, you know, when you're going through them. So, but yes, absolutely. I, I can tell you that if I was not, uh, if I had not been in the word of God, because recently I've just, I've really been diving in and, and trying to get closer to the Lord. Uh, had I not, I could have come out of that school, just absolutely a hot mess. Like, I mean, and yes, I was crying, but it was more because my heart just goes out to those children and, yeah. and I have a heart for teens anyway, but you know, <laughs> That is so good because it is, we, we, our kids are, they're dealing with a lot. There's a lot of spiritual warfare in the schools and we have to be suited up. And when I say suited up, we have to have on the full armor of God. I mean, we don't take it off, but we also have to be sensitive to the spirit and spending time in his word makes us more uh, alert and to the enemy schemes, as well as um, being closer and confident in who God says we are and allowing him and the Holy Spirit to flow through us. So that's so good. Vanetta, um, there is, <clears throat> excuse me, there are physical reactions to stress. Uh, you know, Jessica was, Jessica was talking about, you know, how she felt like chaos. It was like chaos, you know, stress and everything. Have you uh, ever encountered that? And if so, what have you done to encounter, like if your heart's going real fast or you feel that stress response and something's happening, what do you do to resolve that? Well, definitely, like Jessica said, spending time with the Lord. And sometimes, you know, for uh, those of you that are stay-at-home moms and those of you that may uh, work full-time and you don't have, you know, you feel like you don't have a break, I would encourage you to take five minutes and go in the bathroom and lock the door. And it was many a times I just had to just get on my knees in the bathroom and say, Lord, you know, when I leave this bathroom, those eight kids are going to be out there. I need for you to show up now, you know, and it was like, some moments of desperate prayer where I'm driving home and I'm like, Lord, you know, I'm two minutes away. You know, I need for you to show up, put your soup on my natural, you know, because you want to serve in excellence and you want to also make sure that, you know, that you're not just reacting, but you're being loving, you're being kind, you're being caring. And, you know, I believe that my first ministry is my family. So, you know, the home is the training ground, you know? So, I mean, am I loving my family well? Am I loving my husband well? You know, so just really just taking that time to make sure that you get filled up because you can't give what you don't have. So. Amen. Amen. Yeah. We want to give from the overflow, not from an empty, rusty cup, you know? And I love what you said because stress, you, one way you can identify if you are stressed is if you are finding that you're short tempered and you're irritable, that's a sign of stress, lack of sleep. There's physical ailments, you know, like April was talking about earlier, you can have, you know, physical pain, but also you can have bowel issues and i'm not trying to gross you out but this is real stuff okay real real women real talk here don't worry about you know sorry if i don't mean to gross you out talking about your colon but you will know because your body responds and your body will speak to you and then all of a sudden you got to say what's going on here what is really going on here am i stressed because sometimes we are so intent on getting to the next thing and getting it done and we end up finding out all of a sudden we lose our temper because we're stressed out. Okay. Like she was saying, somebody sends that email and we just want to fleshly respond or someone 
responds, they have a, a stressor, and then they respond with a physical hand gesture. You know, I mean, come on. That's what Samantha was talking about. So, Samantha, what are some of the ways that you deal with coming against that type of stress when it comes in? So I have a, a quick story. So, it, and it actually just happened yesterday. Uh, it was 8 a.m. in the morning. I dropped my daughter off at her volleyball tournament. I go in the Starbucks line. I'm like, I have all afternoon. She doesn't play until like 12 o'clock. Then all of a sudden, my somehow I looked at my phone calendar. It was like 8.45, 8.50. I had my dog had his bath appointment at nine o'clock. And I like totally forgot. So I'm in Starbucks. I'm next to order. And I'm like, what am I going to do? So my stress level starts to rise because what am I going to do? I don't like to be late. I hate being late anywhere. So I'm like, I pull off at the, the Starbucks line. I'm driving, like speeding, trying to get home to my dog to get them to the appointment. And I just like something just came over me where I said, where I just thought, let me just call them and tell them I'm running late. I'm human. I'm just going to do that. I called and she was like, no problem. Thanks for giving us a courtesy call. And that made a world of difference where I said, I, so here I am. I'm speeding. So I'm going to get a ticket. That's going to get me frustrated and angry over my dog's bath appointment, his grooming appointment, really, when all I had to do was call. So sometimes we just need to honestly just, like I said, take a deep breath and calm down, but just think logically. And when you're under stress and under fire, like I know I start to shake and my emotions start to get, and I start getting hot. I start sweating because there's so many things going on where if I just took a deep breath and I just thought, okay, what do I need to do? My daughter crashed my car. She has her permit. My daughter, perfect driver. She really is until she had to pull into a parking spot and hit the person's car. I said, okay. I said, well, Sophia, just back out and turn back around. And that's what she did. And she's like, mom, I'm surprised that you haven't yelled at me. I said, what am I supposed to do? It was not your fault. Take a deep breath. You'll be okay. So I'm like, that's my motto now, like taking a deep breath because in all situations and everything, could I have counted it all joy when my daughter crashed my car and the left side of my car is jacked up? No. In the flesh? No, I wouldn't count that all joy. But in the spiritual, because I am a child of God, I will count that all joy. Amen. Amen. I love that you shared that. But you know what? The, the counting that all joy is, is it could have been worse. She could have been injured. And so sometimes we think a trial or a circumstance is so heavy as triggering all this stress in our life. And then we stop and think, wait a minute, you know? it's really not as bad as it seems, but we get worked up and in our mind gets under attack and the accuser of the brethren comes in and starts going, no, 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 no. So I'm so proud of you for not yelling at your daughter because do you know, a lot of parents would have taken that opportunity to go lose their mind. It was a teaching moment, but of course, I mean, how could you not yell at your daughter? Your car is messed up, but what was I going to do? So that's how I know there's such, God is just so gracious and so merciful that, again, it could have been a whole lot worse. She could have killed someone. I mean, anything. My car could have been a lot worse. She could have been injured. But we're going to count that situation all joy. 
Amen. Amen. And what a beautiful representation of how Father God deals with us. Because he says, he says to us, it's okay. It's going to be all right. You know, and and it brings us at peace when we go to him. But it's whenever we go run from him, thinking that we can do it all on our own. And you said something earlier, Samantha, that is so true. And this is where most of our stress from is having to be in control. Just saying. So April, give us an example uh, of something where uh, that relates to what we're talking about here. Yeah. So I just, I really wanted to delve into, of course, a tool for the audience, but I want to make sure that of course it's, it's tangible. And I just know that when, when I am getting to the point where I feel overwhelmed just in general, that's a symptom that is tied to stressors in the background. We got to get to the point, I guess, and and this is just an encouragement to know ourselves. And I think that it took me quite a bit to, to do that. You know, you've got to figure out how you respond to different things. What are your reactions? When do you have knee jerk reactions? And when you actually think calmly and uh, really just assess yourself and figure out, you know, where you're at in your walk personally. And I think that that goes back to um, getting that alone time with God um, and figuring that out, you know, one-on-one with him and letting him take control of teaching instead of you thinking, you know, everything about yourself. He knows us a lot better than we know ourselves. And it's interesting um, though, if we allow, and I have in the past many times, um, I can list multiple ones, of course, individual ones, but we'd be here for like ever. Um, I don't want to do that, but we have uh, so many opportunities. I love that word that you use. There's an, there's an opportunity in every single situation and moment to do one thing or another. And that goes back to that decision process. And it goes back to, you know, where we're at with our mind, you know, are we taking our thoughts captive? Are we considering these things? You know, it says, consider it pure joy. You know, the joy comes after we consider, you know, we have to think these things through. And if we're all in our emotions and letting our feelings run us um, and just reacting constantly in, a, in that cycle, then we're going to stay in stress. We just are. And I've been in seasons where I've done that. I mean, like for years, it's not healthy and it takes years off of you. Not only do you invest years of cycles, but it takes years off of you. And so I highly encourage to break that cycle, whatever that takes, you know, just take time away from things. If you don't have like a ton of time, like you can't take two weeks off and bind yourself, then, you know, invest intentionally some time in the morning, some time in the afternoon, maybe to even take a break at work or whatever. Um, And then even in the evening times before you go to bed and make it just on your alarm, you know, on your phone, set it up and Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, you know, whatever you want to do, but make it like it's an intentional choice to figure these things out so that you can, you know, uh, so that you can actually dive into being a good example for, you know, others as well. It's not just a, again, yes, we want you healthy, but it also, um, is about the people around you too, no matter what we do, what all of our choices, and the things that we say and how we behave will impact others. So what is that impact that you want to have on the world around you? 
Mm, that's so good. That's so good. Because we do have to think about our kids are watching. Our, everybody's watching. And we have to people that are not following Christ. They're looking to us. And when we are not able to withstand stress in a healthy way, in a biblical manner, it leaves us with a whole lot of trouble. I want to close out with the scripture here. I was looking for it earlier. It's the one that the Lord brought to my memory and the New Living. I'm going to read in the New Living Translation. And it is First uh, Corinthians 10, 13. And it says the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. And that is, uh, you know, the I think it's the King James that says that a way of escape. And so we have to understand that we live in a world full of stress, but we don't have to be affected by the stress. And we want to thank you, ladies, for taking the time to watch this broadcast. In the upcoming episodes in the stress series, anti-stress, de-stress, whatever you want to call it, and we're going to be talking in our next episode about the importance of prayer response to stress. Prayer shifts and changes everything. So we hope that you will join us on that episode. And we thank you for taking the time to watch God Fit In Today, the Mom's Edition. We don't have all the answers, but we know who does. God bless, guys.